That's a good one. I need to adjust that just slightly. I don't know if I like how dark it is in this room. Wow, I think it looks better. You think it looks better like this? I do. With the light off? I do. All the shadows behind us? Mm-hmm. I really do. Okay. Like we're broadcasting live from a Disney haunted house? No, when you have the light on right there, it like makes your face just like white light. Oh, <laughs> I like people to think I'm ethereal. I'm not the second coming of Christ. Zagariah, one twenty three twenty three. What the fuck is that? It's chapter verse. That's how many. Right, That's how many books of Zechariah there are. What is one twenty three? Like, is that just the date? It's not. No, even it's one twenty. That's how Today many is the books. Twenty seven. That's how many. How many chapters of of the book of Zach there will be? Is one hundred twenty one. That's how much shit I got to say and how right I am and all of it comes from God. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, just lost some fans if I put this in. Time to get your fix. It's a horrible gaming podcast. It's not good. It's not great. Horrible gaming podcast. It's not even what you would call fair. It's really not that good. Gaming Podcast. Hello, my name is Zach Rye with Old Man Gaming. I am not alone. You, dear listener, ah, fucked it all up. <laughs> Hello, dear listener. My name is Zach Rye from Old Man Gaming. You have chosen for whatever reason to listen to another horrible gaming podcast, but I'm not alone. Usually I am not alone. With me is... Introduce me. You're the host. You have to introduce not, your guests. It's not how we do it on the podcast, though. Melissa. I'm with my wife, Melissa, who <laughs> so, thinks I need to roll out a so carpet and no. explode fireworks behind her every time no. she's on a show. No. Introduce me, good really? sir. You will introduce me as the Lady Highness, Melissa Van Slytus. I want to be referred to in that way forever. Forever. Fourth. The Lady, Your Highness, Melissa, and Blazik Van Sliders. Thank you for using my full legal name. I have used your full legal name for the last seven years. I got it wrong once. I will give you that it was an important time to get it wrong, but... In our wedding. I got it. In our wedding. I didn't even do that. That was Scott's fault. I was commenting more on the fact that you used my entire full legal name on the internet. But that's oh, I see. I gotcha. All right. I'm just prepared for that shot. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Uh, so you guys have figured out that this is not going to be a normal show at this point, I am sure. Uh, so good buddy Neil uh, had some issues. Uh, I don't know how much of it I should talk about on the web. Just he's going through a tough time. So please send him our love. Uh, that sounded weird, but, but do it. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, we are so filling in. Last minute is my wife Melissa. We're gonna have a Melissa show. I I'm dressed had, up. I don't know how good this is gonna be or how long it's gonna be, but we're gonna have a show. And as you can hear, my voice is still AWOL from all things. So uh, yeah, so we're just gonna get through it. 
Uh, but before we do, we got to thank the people that make this possible behind our ugly mugs. You're kind of seeing a picture. I might readjust that in a second. Uh, provided by Mr. Mark Bell. We thank him for that. And of course, the theme song for this show and all the shows here at Old Man Gaming is provided by the man who makes the music, my brother Nick Van Sides. We thank him for that. We will be right back with Fan Interaction. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to our first segment, our most important segment, that is Fan Traction. So we're the co-hosts. We talk to you guys, the fans. We answer all your questions and all your places that we see them. So right off the bat, we start with Jason. I sort of kind of watched this thing, parentheses. Uh, I had it in while enslaving creatures to make me stuff. <laughs> My issue is that I made the games... It made, uh, it, it made the games uh, I was in sound utterly boring. Last year, they had me, th- me think Redfall sound cool, uh, and we all know how that went. Uh, so he is talking about our subject last week was the Developer Direct, okay. which I ranted at length on the phone with you about yeah. uh, while watching it. It was a freaking nightmare show. And uh, yeah, well, that was our topic for last week, and it was it was crap. It's a crap show. Um, yeah, I agree. It was it was crap. I my problem though, Jason, is yeah, they made us all think Redfall was cool. That was a nightmare. But still, the developer direct last year gave us dates. They gave us concrete things to hold on to, and it did manage to make Redfall look cool. Um, this year, I don't feel like any of the games were made to look cool, and we didn't get anything but one date. Uh, so I think it it failed even more than the one last year, because I felt like the one last year at least did what it was supposed to do. Uh, moving on, every time you say weirdos, reminds me of the craft trailer ages ago. Bus driver, girls, watch out for those weirdos. Nancy, heh, we are the weirdos, mister. Uh, you know, I do want to say something real quick. Uh, I listen back to all of these episodes, um, and I do that specifically to listen to quality, for quality control, to kind of try and get things better. I got a little ranty on that last episode, and I would I would have to say that, like, I didn't want anybody to feel like I, I I'm gonna apologize for some of the language I use because I don't feel like the point I was trying to make was not coming across correctly. Instead, it was kind of sounding like I was ragging on developers for their appearance. That's not what I meant. I just meant that there there's this standard in our industry now where we drag developers onto camera and then we make them talk about a feature that's very normal and we put them and sometimes I feel like we put them in specifically weird or quirky outfits uh, to make it look even more weird or quirky developery. And uh, that was the thing that I was trying to make a comment on. I think it kind of came off more like me calling these guys weirdos or something. I, it, that's not, that was not the intent that I had. It was much more like, I almost feel like Microsoft and other studios is trying to make them even weirder or quirkier like it's part of the engagement uh and i I don't like that uh so i'm sorry if anybody took it that way you know i listened back my language was not uh proper i would say when's your language ever proper? well and it wasn't it's not sweary it's just i kind of went off on that whole like 
you that was what you had talked to me on the phone yes, about yeah. i think and i understood what you're saying i could see how it would be yeah answer. it's almost like you you shouldn't have people come out and talk about stuff for your company that aren't public relations trained yeah, yeah. or at least prepped well, to do so and if they right. come off like they weren't prepped like they're not they're not public speakers right. they're developers right. why should they know what to do but the company should at least give them some sort of prep to come out and talk about stuff well and sometimes i feel like like game developers i'm sure are pretty quirky to start with i'm a pretty quirky person but like i almost feel like they're like wear your weirdest outfit right. too you know and it, that's kind of what i was going on and well, definitely when i listened to it back my wording yeah i don't feel like came across like that i felt but like I mean, it seemed part like of i was prepping, on them part of prepping is helping somebody pick out what they should wear yeah. in a situation and that would be completely reasonable to yeah. do and i feel like they're making them pick out weird things right and like I don't know. It's just this standard in the industry that I hate. That they're like, trying to perpetuate a stereotype. Yeah, it seems forced. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that that bothers me. That's really what I was trying to speak to. And I don't think that. I think in in the you midst of tired talk for you a little bit. <laughs> I, I was tired, sick, and I think I got a little ranty, and it came off way wrong. I would never, never comment on something like that. You know, in that way, it just it was much more like. I almost feel like they're uh, leveraging weirdness against us, yeah. and like, or trying to, and like, I'm weird. I don't have a problem with people being weird. I just feel like Microsoft trying to make everything feel weird when it's Microsoft. You it's know, forced. it's forced. Um, and I'm. I mean, I don't want to speak for people. Obviously, I didn't see it, but. I'm sure that somebody who's relatively socially awkward, who gets yeah. out on stage and speaks publicly, is going to be even more embarrassed after the fact mm -hmm. once they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I wore that and yeah. I said that. And it just puts people in a shitty position. Yeah. And, I, and I will say, I'll double down on the whole seeing them do weird stuff behind the scenes. I don't need that shit in my uh, my gaming review. I don't need to see them riding a Vespa through the office. I don't need to see them doing their work in a hammock. I don't need to see Tower Howard running around behind people stealing things off desks because he thinks that's an Indiana Jones thing. I don't need that shit in my developer directs. I'm they, doubling down on that. I don't care. They have to show you how woke they are so that you can offset it's the It's not even the rapes. woke. It's <laughs> offset the rapes. You can offset all the horrible things and the shitty treatment <laughs> of their employees <laughs> And how they don't pay oh, people man. a fair wage. I just want no benefits. Bobby Kotick and Phil Spencer in a room like, this offsets the rapes, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're good. We're I good. I mean, they have to. I think we're actually up. We've got a couple of rapes to spare. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, Sorry. yeah, the algorithm's immediately going to bury us now. Uh, moving on. William Owen. Hi! Exclamation point. Ah! Back to our usual six Zach parentheses. Hope it's going to be behind you soon. Obviously, it is not yet behind we me. We live with a carrier monkey. It's <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. And then and, I babysit yeah, two other carrier monkeys. And two more come in our house twice uh, a week. So. I, you know, I am on antibiotics for it. I am feeling better. I can breathe, which is nice. But uh, obviously, my voice is still gone. And that's the Zach thing for the laryngitis to just stick. Hopefully, by the time the antibiotics are done, it'll be done. But who knows? Continuing the post. So, you didn't like the Xbox Direct, huh? 
I stopped caring about all those shows years and years ago. Seems I made the right choice. While I agree with not rushing games, uh, while I agree with not rushing games, was Starfield really rushed? Wasn't in development for like 10 years? Yep, we already don't own our games. Thanks for the show. Hashtag cranky. Yeah, I was very cranky last week. Uh, to respond to your stuff, I don't, I don't think Starfield was rushed. As in, like, we've got two years to make the greatest star game ever. I think they didn't want to delay it again. Uh, and there was pressure on them to not delay it again, even though it was not at the state that it should be at to release. If, if, that, if that makes more sense than just saying rushed. Um, and then as, as far as the don't own already own games, we don't. We don't. I know that Neil likes to cling to that, but physical media is nothing. It's literally a formality. Uh, they can immediately shut down updates, delist games, and you'll never play them again. Period. I have two games upstairs. Two of them on disc. I cannot play them. It's physically impossible to play them. I can put them into my Xbox. They will not play. That is OG Destiny and Anthem. The servers are shut down. There's no way to play these games. Don't own our own games. Uh, and then that's it. That's it for fans for action. Unless you have anything to add. I did not watch the show. Yeah, she doesn't watch any of my shows, guys. Sorry. She's a super supportive wife. Um, hey. I'm kidding. She's a very supportive wife. She's wonderful. She's magical. Wow. It's magical. She does shows wow. with me like this, like coming down here to help me out. I was joking. I was joking. I was joking. It's joking. It was a joke. It's a joke. Put you more on camera. Should we put you more on camera? No, we can just cut me out. We're not gonna cut you out. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're. I think we're gonna attempt to kind of discuss the Pokemon versus Pal World situation right now. Pal World. Is Pal World. Pal World. P A L World. Uh, and then we will, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit. And then I have a few newsy bits and we're going to wrap it up. So it shouldn't be too late of a show today. Uh, but yeah, like I said, we weren't expecting to do this. Uh, some stuff came up and again, I don't know what I can say, but, uh, I hope Neil's doing okay. All right. So we'll be right back with our talking point. Horrible gaming podcast. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to our talking point. And what is our talking point today? Well, I do like to, when Melissa is on, kind of tailor the show a little bit towards her interests. So we're going to talk about a potential legal battle that has not necessarily started yet between Pokemon and Pal World. And this is the internet, the web, the, the gaming news, everything is talking about this uh, potential brewing fight. So uh, a little bit of history on this subject. Pal World is a survival uh, survival game, an adult survival game, uh, that is inhabited by Pokemon-like monsters called pals that you catch, kill, eat, enslave, all sorts of stuff. Um, completely different genre of game. Um, so, real quick, in Pokemon, yeah. I've never actually played sure. or watched. bring it on. Um, so you collect Pokemon in the balls, right? And then you have them fight. Yes. That's like... There's the more to it than that, but yes, basically. Okay. They're not enslaving them for anything other than these weird fights. No. And they're not eating them. No. Okay. <laughs> they yeah, kind of become like friends, either. right? Or no? 
Yeah, I mean, the pals in Pal World can become friends, too, if you don't eat Well, them. no, I was just trying to get... <laughs> I was trying to understand for, like... Okay, there's Pokemon. a couple other big differences, too. Pokemon, most games are uh, turn-based turn based combat games. So, like, when you enter combat, it turns into this kind of, like, I throw out my Pokemon, and then I decide what the Pokemon's going to do while the other Pokemon decides what they're going to do, and then they okay. do something. So it's, it's almost like that. Like that game that we played last? That... Yeah, yeah, like Baldur's Gate 3. Okay. It's not CRPG like that. There's no hex grid. It's just turn-based. So there's okay. just like, this is my side, this is your side. This guy does this, this guy does this. There's no movement. Okay. Um, with, uh, with that, with Pal World, Pal World is a survival genre game. So what that is is survival crafting. So you mine stuff to build stuff to get better stuff to mine stuff to build stuff. It is also automation. So you capture your pals. Yes, you have a pal with you that will help you fight. But you capture your pals to help you reach new places. You cap your, capture your pals to then service your base. You put them at your base and they'll like do work for you. They'll mine fields. and Not mine fields. Ten fields. They'll mine ore. They'll build stuff for you. Put together supplies for you. <coughs> Sorry, guys. All sorts of stuff like that. So it's a very different genre of game, too. Um, the big issue that everybody has taken with this, um, and this is a lot of rabid Pokemon fans. So rabid Pokemon fans actually started sending pocket pair death threats. Actual ridiculous death threats. Basically, their, their gripe is not the genre of game. It is the fact that the it pals works. look very much like the Pokemon. Yeah. That they have ripped them off. In some way, shape, or form. The so, comparison in this article is that it is a Pokemon game with guns. Well, and that's what everybody was calling it when it was in yeah. development. A lot of people thought the Poke Nintendo was going to try and block them right off the bat. Because Nintendo and Pokemon are like, you do something with our stuff, we come after right. you. There was a mod that was introduced for Pal World that would make all the pals into Pokemon. Okay. And it, Pokemon shut that down so fast. The guy's head spin. However... The rabid Pokemon fans who are pissed about the art are actually beseeching Pokemon to do something about them. Right. And then they release this. So go ahead. Oh, she's going to read it for us. Oh, sorry. I had scrolled beyond. Let me go back and find this statement. You're fine. You're fine. Um, so this says, on January 25th, the Pokemon company released a statement that appears to be regarding Pal World, though it does not name the game specifically. Mm -hmm. The full statement is as follows. Quote, we have received many inquiries regarding another company's game released in January 2024. <clears throat> we have not granted any permissions for the use of Pokemon's intellectual property or assets in that game. We intend to investigate and take appropriate measures to address any acts that infringe on an intellectual property rights released to the Pokemon. We will continue to cherish and nurture each and every Pokemon and its world and work to bring the world together through Pokemon in the future. End quote. Um, before that, Pocket Pair, which is who makes yes. Pal World, yes. make Pal had World. released a statement that said, uh, confirmed that the game had, quote, cleared legal reviews, end quote, and then it says no action had been taken against it, and then, quote, we make our games very, we make our games very seriously and we have absolutely no intention of infringing upon the intellectual property of other companies, end quote. Yeah. 
So those are the statements so, that have been made by the respective companies. Here's the thing for me. Uh, so we're in this situation where like everybody's kind of waiting to see if Pokemon's actually going to attempt to sue them. Uh-huh. Um, the thing for me, too, is I don't think we see this if Pal World doesn't become a runaway success. And it became a runaway success from day one. It sold 7 million copies. It Right now, it's 2024's big hit. Um, yeah, and that article said that they were not expecting it to no. be as big as it has been to the point where they don't have the server support yeah. and they're having a lot of issues. Pocket Pair's like four guys. Yeah, yeah. they're having a lot yeah. of issues. But here's the problem with intellectual property law in the U.S., and that's going to make a big difference, too. Because... With that law stuff. I don't know, and I'm sure there are differences in other countries, and these are Japanese Mm -hmm. things. Well, Pocket Pair is in Japanese. Is not? I'm pretty sure it's an American company. I'm pretty sure it's not, based on what this is. Oh, is it a Japanese company? Um... I want to go back to where I read the statements. I thought it was an, Amer- an American company. Pocket Pair CEO Takuro Mizobi confirmed via a Japanese outlet Automaton. Oh, wow. So I'm assuming know. that it's hey. a Japanese company. I, I don't know, that. but yeah. based on that, I assume it's Japanese. With intellectual property in the U.S., if you let something go because you're like, eh, whatever, it's not close enough... It's not going to make that much money. They can't support it. Whatever the reasons are, and you're just like, it's not worth our time and money to fight it. You have now opened up the rights to your IP. So if you don't fight and shut down this one, then the next guy can come out and say, well, they basically said it was okay over there by not doing anything about it. So that opened the door for us to step in and use it and maybe make it further or take it bigger. It's like give an inch, take a mile sort of Yes. Let me ask you this. If they fought it, if they fought against Pal World mm-hmm. in court and lost, wouldn't that be worse than not doing it because they can't sue somebody else? No, because the reason that they would lose would be because the courts or a judge or a jury, I, I, don't, I don't know that much about IP law. But whoever would decide, likely a judge, would determine based on whatever evidence that, one, they weren't intending on copying. Like if they do discovery and they pull emails, and I would imagine have them translated, and there are blatant emails that are like, hey, make this character look more like Pikachu. I mean, that is blatant right? Like copyright infringement. But if there's no proof of that, and a judge or somebody can look at it and say... It's not similar enough, then it's just not similar enough. Like so, in, so what a judge would be looking for in a trial like this is not necessarily, he wouldn't necessarily be looking at the models and going, this looks very similar to this. He would be more looking at, like, looking for proof of, like, somebody saying, we want this character to be like Pikachu, we want this character to be like this. I mean, yes, that would be a huge part of it, but also how similar is it? And is it just similar in, like, color and shape? Or is it similar in its actions? Is it also similar in, like, does it make that same stupid giggle noise? Like, there would be so much about it. Like, for example, in the um, Vanilla Ice versus Queen, the da-na-na-na-na-na-na. Right, right. For Under Pressure and Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice Baby. That went to court. They had musical experts come in and 
break down, and I realize I'm taking two different things, like music and whatever. Right. Break down the the musical notes as like they listened to the music and wrote the music how it was sounded and basically it was found that i believe it's the queen's under pressure is whereas ice ice baby is they put another that made it okay really so that alone made it basically not become made queen so while it could be a similarity thing it's more about like yes. did they willingly was it intended was i mean and that's just one side of it was was it intended and is it similar enough basically could somebody buy this or play this and mistake it for this and if so then you would owe them money or have to just stop it's a, it, but it's the same problem like Recently, there was a big thing. There was some country star whose legal team sent a cease and desist to some chick on who was selling mugs like this on Etsy with his face on them. And she got fined. And there was a whole issue of, like, she didn't even know she was filed. Like, the suit was filed. And so there were tons of problems there. But in the end, it went to court. She didn't know, so she didn't defend herself. She got hit with, like, a $250,000 judgment against her to pay to him. She found out about it after the fact. He then found out about it because she went on TikTok or Instagram or something. And he felt terrible. He's like, I didn't intend for this. I didn't even know that this was happening. I'm giving you the $250,000. And everybody (laughs) was up in arms against this guy because they're like, and I I can't remember. I'm not a huge country fan. Can't remember who it was, but he was a well-known one. And he was basically trying to do damage control because he's like i'm not going after my my fans for right. this but the thing is the reason that his lawyers did it is because if it's if they make it okay for her anybody can do it. then anybody can do it so they they almost have to and in that case she was taking blatant pictures of him the the mugs had his name on them with his face as if it was something that you could buy at a concert the mug in the camera shot oh yeah this is <laughs> jackie uh oh yeah Made this. Created with love, Jackie Riggs. But it would be Old like if, if Jackie took a picture of Taylor Swift and put it on there. Taylor Swift could technically come after her for that. Right. That would be copyright infringement. In that situation, though, it's blatantly a picture of Taylor Swift. Right. So, but even though Taylor Swift probably wouldn't give a shit that Jackie sold something for 20 bucks... Her team has to enforce her enforce copyright. It. So it's almost like, it's almost whether or not Pokemon cares, they almost kind of, if there's any reason for them to actually go after it, they have yeah. to. Yeah. Because a copyright and IP is something you have to defend. Like, you have, whereas it kind of goes against the, you know, in law, you, you just have to, you, you're more defensive rather than aggressive. Like, the party who's aggressing has to be the one to prove mm-hmm. the issue. It's almost kind of opposite of that. Like, you have to be aggressive. You have to be litigious. Or else you're opening it up for That's the really world. Interesting. Yeah. That has a really interesting take on it because kind of all of us are gamers and we're like, oh, fuck Pokemon. They're doing it again. Right. But they kind of have to. Well, hmm. it depends if they feel that it's similar enough. 
Now, if they don't feel that it's similar enough and they don't take action, especially now that it's, it's not like they could say, oh, well, we didn't even know that that existed because obviously they've made statements pretty clearly about Mm -hmm. it. There's news articles being written. I'm sure they've been asked about it. So they can't say they didn't know about it. But if they determine that it's not similar enough that it's worth a fight, then somebody else can go off and rip off Pal World's video or video game. And Pal World's problem is their own. But say that becomes the biggest hit of the century, Pokemon can't do jack shit about it. Mm, interesting. Pal World might be able to in that situation. But Pokemon couldn't if they don't pursue this. I see. That's that's an interesting take on it. That is not one that we've been privy to yet, honestly. I mean... And again, I don't know how it works with the foreign side of things. Right. So... Right. The law system's got to be different if they're both Japanese companies. Right. I think, personally... Uh, and, and, and remember, this lawsuit would be directly about the design of the PALs versus Pokemon. Because they can't sue them over what the game is. Because the game is a completely different genre than Pokemon. I, yeah, I would imagine it would have to just well, be about And the even if it was the same genre, appearance. you really can't. I mean, I was going to... Because every game is the same? Anyway. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are. I mean, it, I was going to harken back to when uh, Fortnite made a Battle Royale and PUBG tried to sue them over it. Oh, okay. And it's like, it's a battle royale. You can't sue yeah. every company that makes a battle royale after you make a battle royale. Right. You can't, you can't copyright, like, just the basis for an idea. Like, right. You can't do that. So, like... And, and in the situation, like, I don't know a lot about those games, but I don't think there was much of a story that you could say was copy, that you could say was stolen. Yeah. Or... No, there's no story. They didn't look alike. Did they? PUBG and... No. Artistically, they were... So, really it was weird. just, like, the idea of something? But the... It's hard because where do you draw the mode itself line? was a carbon copy right. of the other mode. Like, down to how you prep, how you do everything. In the beginning, right. Fortnite's a very different beast now than PUBG. But uh, in the beginning, it was basically yeah. like they took the stuff from PUBG and did a battle royale with it after PUBG got big. And, yeah, did they rip them off? Sure. But it's just an idea. Like, right. you, can't, you can't get mad at them. Well, and that. that's when, with IP, it becomes really gray, though, because it's art. I mean, I guess depending on how the courts look at it. And that's another thing, especially with video games. The U.S. legal system has no freaking idea how to interpret things. Like, music's hard enough, and they still don't... Like, those are hard to do. But so, you're facing an uphill battle with, with a video game thing. But what I was going at is, it's art. All art is inspired... By Frequently else. by other art. Yeah. So it's like, was this something that I purposely was trying to duplicate or go in, like I intended to replicate it or replicate it enough so that I could basically make money off of the back of this guy? Or was I just inspired by something and I made something that in the end turned out looking somewhat very similar? similar. Yeah. Mm. It's tricky too, because you could you could very easily look at Power World and be like they wanted to do Pokemon, but with guns right. and building and in slavery. Like, that, that's right. what they wanted to do. In which case, they should have just gone to Pokemon and been like, hey, we want to do this. Can we license it? They would never have let it happen. No? No, never. I never, don't know never. enough about... Nintendo routinely stops shit like that because they want everything to be kid-friendly. 
Okay. So they would have shut it down. Well, and that's... You want to kill and eat Pikachu? My no, no, problem no, no, no. as a parent... If, I, if Stella came to me, we had this issue with last week. Stella was like, Ma, can I download an app? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Then she downloads it. The next day, Zach's looking at it. He's like, why? Why did yeah. you download this? I'm like, I said it was okay. Yeah. I should not have. If Stella came to me and said, I'm playing this new, new game, Pal World, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I don't imagine that Pal World is going to be murder and eating your friends. I, here's the thing. So I feel like that's just deceptive naming. Pal World, I mean, one thing, there's not a ton of blood going everywhere. Okay. Like, you shoot one to death, it gets, like, squiggly lines over its face and then rolls away. Like, it's not like, it's not like... Yeah. It's not like Rockstar Games is, brings you Power World and it's just people getting chopped up. <laughs> right. Uh, but, you know, you shoot one to death, you get steak that you can then cook. Right. You know what I mean? The implications are there, if not all the graphic yeah. nature of it. I, I think very obviously they were like, we're going to take Pokemon and make it adult. I don't think that that was a question. But at the same time, it's a, it's a monster catching thing. You've got games out there like Digimon, which is, Digimon has Mon in the title. Yeah. Di- like... Like, Digimon versus Pokemon, it's basically the same game with different monster designs. What does Mon, would Mon mean, like, monster? I think it's monster. I think it's Japanese So what is Pokey? Because you can get a Pokey Bowl. Pocket monster. So what are they, I, see, I was very confused because I've heard of people eating Pokey, and it's like ramen. Oh. So I'm like, are uh. Pokemon supposed to be like a ramen monster? <laughs> I don't think that was so. A bad joke. <laughs> I don't think so. I laughed. Uh, so yeah, so they they very clearly did that. But you know, you look at the PUBG Fortnite thing, and it was like Fortnite basically like PUBG got big with the battle royale. PUBG was like, hmm. Uh, Fortnite Fortnite was originally a wave survival shooter with crafting. That's what Fortnite was originally mm. intended to be. Now it's a friggin' battle royale. All I know of Fortnite was watching the Saturday Night Live skits where the guy would get on and like pretend to be. Yeah, one of the, that's all. I know. That was that's all from the new thing. Like they oh. were they were making a game that was going to fail basically, and then they saw PUBG and they were like, "What if we just did that in our game too?" Oh. So they just took PUBG. They made a map in Fortnite, and then they they just used all their asses from their game and then everything the deployment. All the rules was the exact same thing. It was like a carbon copy of PUBG, uh, and now they're huge. And PUBG is PUBG's still big, but it's like a footnote compared right. to them. Uh, I don't think Fortnite's quite as big now as it was. Oh, it's huge back then, was it? It's, it? it's huge. Oh, yeah, that's the only reason the Epic Game Store is still around. Honestly, really? is Fortnite. Yeah, uh, they also just launched Fortnite Lego now. Where Didn't you can Stella build ask you to download yes. Fortnite the other day? The problem with it is. And I'm sorry, you guys are going to listen to this. I don't necessarily mind her playing Fortnite. The problem with it is, is that Fortnite is only digitally available through the Epic Game Store. So I would have to set her up with another game wow. store. And that's the frustrating part. I can't just go onto Game Pass and download it onto her PC. Right. If she had a console, I could, but we get her a PC because it's better. Right. Uh, so yeah, so that's interesting. That's really interesting. So you're almost of the mind that they should sue just because they kind of have to sue. I mean... I've seen one picture of one thing that looks right. like Pikachu. I like. Do the other ones look like other Pokemon? Do they sound the same? Like it looks like him, but it's very clearly not. They're very similar. There's a lot that are very similar. Uh, a lot that are very similar. Um, 
I will say that. There's a there's a character like uh, I want to say it's called like Anubis or something. It looks exactly like another dog faced Pokemon. Uh, there's a few that look very similar. I mean, you mentioned. Um, I just lost my train of thought. You had mentioned something before we started filming, and I can't remember what it was. And I was going to comment on that. Um, I can't. I can't help you on things that you can't give me any information on. But for example, that is not the one that's supposed to be Pikachu, though. That's Grizzly. Oh, really? Yeah. So looking at this picture, I would like. I look at this and I'm like, oh, they're trying to. It's a Pikachu knockoff. But I wouldn't personally think that. Like, no, especially not because this one is six feet tall. That was only three feet. Yeah, there's another Pokemon in there called uh, Spark, Sparkit, Sparklet, or Pal, Sparklet that looks exactly like Pikachu. Well, but also one of the big things about Pikachu doesn't Pikachu have black on the end of his tail? In this picture, it doesn't. Oh. So yeah. like, Pokemon fucked up there in that picture. <laughs> um, like you see, because Pokemon's yeah, got brown That's not black. what I would compare, though. I'd compare the Anubis one. I'd compare that weird dog one. There's a, there's a few of them that look almost like carbon copies. Really? Yeah, that I'd love to look up, but that, that, that website's doing you dirty on that one. That article was radiotimes.com, by the way, in case anybody wants there, to read. There, scroll down. Right there. One on the right, one on the left. Oh, oop. Those are that's one that's a pal that's a Pokemon. Okay, that's the IGN one, of course. It takes forever to load, so you're yeah. scrolling past pictures. I'll give you in that little. Yeah, there's a couple thumbnail. of them like that that look very similar. I don't know. What do you guys think? Personally, I think there's also a level of ego to this. I think because Pal World is more successful than most of the Pokemon games have been lately. <laughs> the latest Pokemon games have been nightmares. Um, the last one was a glitchy, bucky fucking mess. Uh, the one before that was riddled with microtransactions and didn't have nearly the entire Pokédex in it. So this is um, the Spark It one. This is Spark It. Okay, that doesn't... I mean, it looks like it's Look maybe trying to be a replica, but it's got lines yeah. on it. Like, that could not... I don't think that could be mistaken yeah. as. This one... That one's... That one basically looks identical. Yep. There's a couple of them. What like is that. this one? Peng Penguit? Yeah, Penguit. Penguit. That's the That's the PAL. The PAL world. And then I don't know what Pokemon this I is. I don't remember what the Pokemon is. I mean um, it's like Pip Up. Pip Up. Uh, it doesn't actually look like look at first of all, it's a different color blue. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's similar, but it's a different they can't color see blue. What we're doing right I'm now. sorry. Yeah, let me. Here. Can they see? And the light is kind of blowing out. But yeah. you can see Pinglet's the small one. But, like, the, the markings on line. the belly are very different. The pal one has a thing on top of his head that the Pokemon doesn't. Mm-hmm. And he looks shorter and stouter. I mean, as a non-connoisseur of Pokemon or pal world, uh-huh. I wouldn't necessarily recognize the difference if I saw one... Like, if I saw this Pal World guy, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Pokemon. But looking at them side by side, I would say that there's plenty of difference. Yeah. Like, the beak is different. Um, this one looks nothing alike. No, this the Snorlax. This is Yeah. Like, completely different. 
Yeah, just had like kind of the totally same face. Well, one's a cow, one's a cat. Yeah. Um, this one, Grintail, I don't think that that would be... We don't have to go through all of them. You but, know. I mean, so we've just picked out, you know, how much... I, I don't know. There's probably a lot more to it, but based on what I've just seen just now, if I were Nintendo, would I bother suing? No. No. Okay. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> little teeny tiny bit that I've seen. I think that overall, too, like I said, I think there's a little bit of pride because I think the last two Pokemon games have been real stinkers that everybody has hated, while Pal World uh, definitely comes with its glitches. It's a quality game in early access that they're doing a lot of good work on, and they've introduced a lot of new ideas that Pokemon would never think of because of their right. hyper kid friendly attitude to things. And I think that that is something. The thing is, what's crazy to me, and uh, we'll we'll end this segment after this. But Wait, I have one more point to make after you're done. Okay. What's crazy to me is the Pal World makes me closer to the the monsters than Pokemon does. Okay. Because Pokemon, they sit in my my inventory until I use them in a fight. You don't like be. Yeah, I don't be friend like, of relationship with, with them. With the Pal World, you have to set up a hot spring and make sure that they're cool to work at your base and some of them are help you. You can pet them randomly. And like I feel way closer to my pals in Pal World than I've ever felt to the Pokemon that I've collected. The Pokemon that I've collected, it's almost like cards that I'm throwing out. Whereas pals, there you can go to your base and watch them work on your base and just do stuff. Like you can hang out with them, kind of. Like, so you get you more interaction yeah, with the actual Yeah, way pals. more interaction. That, to me, is why it's a superior game. I, the pals, yes, can I kill them and eat them and all sorts of stuff? Sure. But the pals that are on my team, I'm way closer to than anything right. I've ever collected in Pokemon. It's like the Donner Party. You eat your friends and family. No, they're in. I eat everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the last thing I was going to say, so just yesterday, I took Stella to a birthday party at... Sky Zone, and when she went upstairs with her friends to do like the food and cake and whatever, I see downstairs and there was a group coming in that were there for another birthday party. Little boy was seven, and he was clearly having a Pokemon or a, a Pokemon themed or maybe Pikachu themed because all of the stuff was Pikachu. And I was watching the parents blow up the mylar balloons that are like shaped like pikachu and there was like a number seven it was obviously his seventh birthday and the family was asian i don't know what they were speaking a different language to each other and i'm watching this all happen and i'm hearing the grandfather comment and he said some, all I understood of what he said was the name Nintendo. And then one of their things kind of got away and I went and I grabbed it from them. So it was a balloon, a blown up balloon that was clearly supposed to be of Pikachu. It was so freaking terrible. And I looked at it and it had the mark. It was from Nintendo. It wasn't like some bootleg, you know, that you bought on Amazon or whatever. It was legitimately supposed to be a Pikachu Pokemon by Nintendo. So... Nintendo, if you give that much of a shit about your own IP, do better. Do better. Because those parents, I'm sure, spent plenty of freaking money to buy Pokemon. And the little boy even said to his grandmother, that doesn't even look like Pokemon. Or it doesn't even look like Pikachu. All of them were Pikachus. 
and I'm using the words interchangeably. He even said, that doesn't even look like Pikachu. And the mom is sitting there with like one of those hand pumper things to blow up these balloons. It didn't, it didn't look like Pikachu. They were terrible. And I picked up one of them and I just happened to look at it as I was carrying it back. And it said Nintendo on it. So it was legitimately licensed stuff. So you can't get mad about other people bastardizing your stuff when you're bastardizing it yourself and you're charging people for it. I like that take. I like all those takes, <laughs> Melissa. That's it for our talking point, guys. We're going to go to news bits. I've only got three. Uh, one of them might give me a little ranty, but other than that, uh, we'll be right back. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right, so this brings us to our last segment, the news. This is where we collect smaller, highlight news stories that we don't necessarily deserve a whole talking point that we want to riff about, want to talk about. So I only have three today. I'm going to start with the ranty one right off the bat. Uh, it'll segue into another ranty one. But uh, Microsoft just laid off 1,900 people and then was declared to be the third ever trillion dollar company. So, yeah, uh, we're, it's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Phil Spencer's an asshole, they're all assholes. If you have that much money, if you're being declared a $3 trillion company and Is you're laying off people. Microsoft or Xbox? It's Xbox. Within, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's so Xbox. not Microsoft, the parent company as a whole, like just Xbox. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Either way, oh, okay. I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit too. Yeah. I was just curious. Uh, the... This is just this has been indicative of the entire company. The entire games industry has just been experiencing layoffs everywhere, uh, just laying off people left and right. The thing is, though, with this is a lot of these companies are laying people off because the other companies are, and they can get away with it, and they can increase their profit margin uh, for their CEO bonuses. And it's just bullshit-ass bullshit. Um, I've been saying for a while... Um, with my tinfoil hat on, that a crash is coming for AAA gaming. Um, I think while the layoffs are indicative, a more of a sign of that, this isn't a sign. This is unmitigated corporate greed. Which brings me to my next thing, which is the Activision. Activision, now owned by Xbox, has canceled their announced survival uh, fantasy game, codenamed Odessa. Uh, and that has spawned layoffs of that entire company as well. Um, why? You are one of the most profitable companies in the world and you just got how many billions of dollars from Microsoft by being purchased? Now, of course, when you buy a company, you do rearrangements, you do layoffs. It's part of purchasing a company. But to shut down an entire game, why? So we can make more Call of Duty? Just turn out more Call of Duty that is not being successful. I also want to point out here, there is a pattern now, ladies and gentlemen, of Microsoft purchasing companies and those companies going to shit. And this is one of those things where sometimes they're not the problem, you're the problem. If you look at just about every company that Microsoft has purchased over the last, what, five years since their spending spree began, they purchased quality companies, companies thought about as quality before Microsoft got them, and then slowly the games that get come out after they get them are shit. You look at Arcane. They released Redfall. Starfield was aggressively okay from Bethesda. Uh, 
now we're looking at Activision Call of Duty right after purchasing them. Their Call of Duty is the first Call of Duty to not be the number one selling game last year in 10 years. So like we we are seeing a thing where Microsoft buy these companies and then turns them into crap. Again, I hate to point this out, but as great as 2023 was as a year for gaming, regardless of some naysayers, it was a great year for just all sorts of cool games coming out. That's over now, and we're going to start seeing the negative effects of Microsoft owning as much as they do. Because they don't need to make the quality good anymore, because they own all the companies. You know, I saw a fact, I don't know how true it was, is, so take it with a grain of salt, was that in the 90s... We don't, we don't fact check. We yeah. just say crazy shit here. It, it was like a meme or some... We're small. Some we don't have to online. worry about that shit. We but got 21 it, viewers. We don't, <laughs> we don't have to worry. It said that in the 90s, Google, Microsoft, and Apple had all... Like, obviously, they were all competitors uh-huh. in, you know, whatever, uh-huh. computers and games and whatever. They had an agreement between the heads that they would um, not poach employees so they all had agreed that they like they had the same pay structure within their companies so the heads of apple google and microsoft all agreed like we're gonna all pay our people crap or i mean maybe it's not i i don't know i'm sure they all make more than me but probably deserve much much more than what they get um we're all gonna have the same pay scale so that no one would leave, you know, Microsoft to go to Apple or Google or wherever. I thought that was pretty... That's some Illuminati shit right yeah. there. That's crazy. Again, grain of salt, internet, meme. We don't, we don't get fact checked. Don't know how true. Uh, the only person fact checked is crazy-ass Jason. <laughs> and Jason, I love you, but you're crazy. Uh, finally, we're on the last one. That is Warhaven. Uh, this is a weird one for me because Warhaven was a game that came out about two years ago, I want to say, maybe a year ago. It is a third-person fighter game, kind of like For Honor, kind of like Naraka Blade Point. I recently decided to start playing it not that long ago. I actually made a review, and it's shutting down. Uh, in six months. That's uh, how effective your reviews are. Right? Oh, I haven't. It's not out yet. The review, <laughs> the review comes out in two weeks. Maybe you'll save it. <laughs> yes, I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, Nexon announced, which is weird because they announced that they're shutting it down after they announced three more things added to their roadmap. So like this must have been a surprise to Nexon too. I actually played the game. I don't hate it. Uh, I think Naraka Blade Point is just better though if you want that kind of experience. But yeah, it's it's done. It's shut down. I don't even know if I'm going to release the review at this point because what a waste of time that is. You could save it. I'm you not going to save it. You could save My review is not that positive. <laughs> My review is basically yeah, like, this them, is okay. Just play Rock a Blade Pointer for Honor. Constructive criticism. <laughs> they'll make the... They'll make the improvements no, no. based on your review. They've already did You will just blow up your channel and we'll be rich. Sure, sure. All right, I'll put out the review. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the newsy bits. I think you said you had three. I did. I said three. I segued in from one to another. The Odessa uh, one was the second one. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, that's it. I I had a fourth one, but we covered that in the Pokemon thing. Gotcha. It was the death threats from the. What is wrong with people? What is wrong with you? You're gonna death threat somebody because something looks like Pikachu? What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm gonna and say also, that right now. 
quit being a fucking keyboard warrior. Because yeah. we know you just are ballless, sitting in a basement, as we are, typing on your keyboard. Well, I have balls. As we are. I have some balls. I meant the basement part. Okay. He has balls. I do not. <laughs> Very saggy. <laughs> I know. Very apparent. I know. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, all these people just want to talk shit to make people feel like garbage. Yeah. When they don't have... They aren't going to ever do anything about it anyway. Not that I'm saying it's empty threats. I'm saying, like, if you're going to be a pussy, be a pussy on your keyboard, too. Like, don't... I don't know. I'm not getting my point across, but just quit being an asshole. It's good stuff. Good stuff. I I think (laughs) if you are going to take time to threaten somebody's life based on how much a fucking dumb little monster looks like another dumb monster... Yeah, seriously. You've missed something. Some part of life is missed from you that you're giving death threats. And I'll double down on that. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. You comment below and stop listening to my channel. Don't don't threaten people's lives over fucking Pikachu. Don't threaten people's lives, period. Yeah! How about that? Well, I mean, there's some, some reasons to threaten people's lives. Like, if they're threatening yours... If they're threatening yours, you just... Or, you, or your family. I would threaten their lives. Mm. It'd be yeah. a bluff. Now that I've said it on the internet, it's worthless. But. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for the newsy bits. Uh, I'll be right back with the plugs. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it brings us to the end of the show and the shameless self-promotion that comes with it. Melissa, would you like to plug anything? No. She's on Prelude to Divorce, ladies oh, and gentlemen, nice. every Sunday. Uh, we're right now in more Oregon Trail. We need uh, to watch that today. Yeah, yeah we do. We haven't watched that episode today. Uh, she also is the best title worker in real estate uh, in the great state of Ohio. <laughs> the great uh, state. The great state. Uh, <laughs> mud. Uh, <laughs> Standing Rock title in the hometown bank building in Kent. If you're buying a house, if you're selling a house... Make your realtor, and, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, I know realtors, this is what they're going to say. I'm gonna be like, we've got an in-house title company. You say, fuck you. I want Standing Rock title, and if you're not going to give me Standing Rock title, I'll go across the street to Remax Century 20 Hometown 1, and then they'll give me Standing Rock title. They, they all have their own in-house. And you have to be as aggressive about it as I am, like no, no matter how nice you are. You don't. Even if you're like a 51-year-old grandma, and you have to, like, and they're like, you you're know. just in there like, oh, I'd like to go with Standing Rock title. And they're like, oh, we got in-house. Why a 51-year-old talk And then like she just be like, fuck you! Fuck out! No, 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 there's absolutely... Standing Rock title! Okay, moving on. That should be your slogan. Fuck you, Standing Rock title. <laughs> I just did it. I sold it. I Put it on your card. Melissa Van Sliders. Fuck you, Standing Rock title. <laughs> I don't think um, my owners would care much. Can I name this episode this? Episode 225. Fuck you, Standing Rock title. No, don't do that. <laughs> My bosses have the internet. Yeah? Yeah. I think they'd appreciate it. I do, I don't I've met at least one of your the bosses. The random time that one of them decides to, like, Google the company for some reason, <laughs> and then 
this video. It's like the third down. Yeah, I know. Fuck you, Standing Rock title from Old Man Gaming. You yeah, know. What is know. this? What anyway, is this? moving on. Then they watch the whole episode because none of that's in the beginning. Truly, if you <laughs> did need issues, help with, or having issues with real estate closings, I would be happy to help you. But any reason you don't need to be so aggressive. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I, I'll give you extra points if you slap a person in the face. Extra points. You know yeah. what those will get you. Anyway, moving My on. My respect. <laughs> uh, moving on. So valuable. As far as I me, mean, we got tons of stuff on this channel, guys. We do TTRPG stuff. We do uh, video game stuff. We've got OMGM. We've got Prelude. We've got a kid show now, Estella's Roblox Review. <laughs> you can literally, anything you want to watch is on this channel. Plugging it individually is useless. Don't have anything really specifically new coming to you other than just the new stuff we release every week. So check out whatever you want. Reviews. Baldur's Gate 330, me and Phil Billy play that. It, it's great. And the whole channel has got a lot of stuff for you. Just check out whatever you want. Other than that, I'm pretty sure Neil will be back next week. Uh, so again, just give him a thumbs up, and uh, we'll see him next week, hopefully. And uh, everybody out there, you can reach us on Facebook at OldManGamingDH, on Twitter at OldManGaming9, or X. Uh, you can also contact us on Discord. The link is in the description below. We inf it, You can influence this and all of our shows from there. As long as you keep watching and listening, I'll keep making it. With Neil. With Phil. With my wife. Fuck you! Standing Rock title! <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm telling you, that'd be great. Don't. Please don't. It's already in the episode. I know. Can't take it out. I look... Awful. I saw some definite fans if I put this in. What? my face. I got like red blotchiness. I mean, we well, can turn the light this? back on and you just be drowned out. What are, what are what are these? If anybody out there knows, what the, what the hell is that? It's just natural. We're not actually, I might not even put this in the well, show. You shouldn't, you shouldn't put this in the show. When you asked people a question, how do I not at this point? No offense, but I don't imagine that any of the people watching this really would have... I mean, maybe you have some dermatologists who are, who are avid purveyors of the podcast. <laughs>